Hello, hello and welcome. It's Trucking Answers. It's the podcast of all podcasts where I come to you only through your ear hole so that you do not have to look at me and be disgusted. It is the podcast that people want to listen to when they want to listen to a podcast, and that's trademarked. Thank you very much. I'm here with my co-host, Gracie, who at the moment I think is looking at birds, but I'm sure she will chime in at any moment. We're stuck at 42 countries, stuck, right? Like, that's not amazing, a fifth of the world. You know what's not on there? Mongolia. If any of you are heading to Mongolia, perhaps for a nice vacation, or to, uh, you know, join the Huns or whatever is happening, uh, hey, ask them to download the podcast. I'd love to see Mongolia light up on the map. That would be very much appreciated. Today, we're going to have some trucking news, some automotive news, and yet another reason why we do not live on Mars. Do you know why there's not a large Mars settlement with me in it? Because there's too many dumb, stupid, idiot people here that I have to provide dry cheese sandwiches to with my tax dollars while they're wasting all of our tax money and we can't get to Mars. Plus, at the moment, I think the current fuel price would also limit our travel to Mars as it has uh, gone up 60 cents this week just here in town. So keep that in mind as you enjoy commuting you know, 100 miles in your F-250. I want to talk about the convoy that apparently has reached D.C. Now, there are numerous convoys all over the place. They seem to be popping out of the woodwork. Uh, but this one has reached D.C. And so they went and talked to, uh, you know, who they claimed was some kind of spokesman for the convoy. And they said, look, they're here for real action and they're there to demand accountability. All right. And they don't plan on going anywhere until their demands are met. That's a quote, okay? We will stand firm here until our demands are met. Okay, great. And so they say, what are your demands? And when he says, well, I can't discuss those at the moment. But we aren't leaving until they're met. All right. Well, I will tell you, it's difficult to meet people's demands if they do not discuss them. And uh, they do seem to change quite often. One of them is no federal you know, mandate, of course, which there isn't one anywhere. Um, so that demand apparently has already been met. I don't know. Because they won't discuss them, I don't know exactly what they are. It is a merry band of, uh, you know, this one's, I'll say, looking at the pictures, 80, maybe 100 semis, and, you know, probably another 100 or so cars, trucks, and RVs of all makes and models, you know, including some 70s Winnebago's classics. Many of them displaying flags, as I say, which are dirty filthy in the weather, ripped, torn from flying in the wind, which is disappointing and disrespectful to the flag. I'd like to see those taken in immediately. Don't come and call yourself a patriot and then disrespect the flag with it being filthy and ripped up as you, uh, you know, run around with it attached to uh, one of the handholds or whatever on your tractor. I don't like that. I didn't see any company trucks. I have yet to see a company truck in any of these, which is what I figured. <laughs> Most companies would not like to see their trucks in this. They don't want to get all political. And, you know, most companies are not going to let you do this anyway. Even if you're on PC, they're going to be pretty adamant that you not join it. So I always thought it would be a good idea for company drivers to not join. And apparently, many of them didn't. So go meet it in your car if that's something you want to do. Um, keep in mind, if you get on the news, your company could have a problem. So we'll see. Well, Mark, you have the right to speak. You do, but you also have the right to get fired at almost any time. So keep that in mind. Now, there was an article about recruiting, all right? Recruiting and how hard it is to recruit because so many 
uh, companies get ghosted by drivers. And I thought that was somewhat ironic considering I'll write to companies as I did recently with Mr. P with a simple question and they don't answer me. So I don't know who's ghosting who as the song goes, right? By uh, Aretha Franklin, whoever sang that song. Uh, so uh, <laughs> the thing is, you know, they t well, people fill out a short application and then they disappear. Well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. And so what they're t what they're doing, Jeremy Reimer was on here, okay, the head of driver reach. Remember, a non-driver, legally prohibited from driving a truck in the United States, talks about tr truck driving all the time. Uh, he said, well, you know, what companies should do, and this is what many companies are doing, is that drivers should only interact with technology. So that's good. So when you uh, fill an application out, most of the time you are not actually talking with anyone when when that little pop-up comes up on the screen hey i'm uh you know whatever it's usually a woman's picture uh you know hey i'm sally uh, ask me a question you aren't actually asking sally a question she's not actually there to answer your questions it is merely a picture of someone you're talking to a bot that has a bunch of stored up answers in it because they said look their whole goal of companies, and this isn't from several places, 10th Street and a couple others, is to get you to fill up, a, fill out a long application. Those little short applications, they said most people don't come to work there. But if you'll fill out a long application, they have a much better chance of snagging you as a driver, like on snag a driver. So that's why almost all the time it goes right to fill out an application. It doesn't go ask question. It doesn't, they don't want you to call. They don't want you to do that. They want you to fill out an application. Kind of the Aldi thing, I think. You know, when you put that quarter in that cart, that's your cart. You're going to take that cart back to get your quarter. Same with an application. Same with giving the dealer a dollar to hold a car. Once you fill an application out, in your mind, it changes. Like, okay, I filled an application at this place, so now I need, I'm going to go work here. You know, I need to work there. They're, I'm going to wait for them to call me. It changes. It's all psychological. And so their whole goal of all these places, what they're talking about is... Number one, do not interact with drivers if you're a recruiter. Only have them interact with technology because it's faster. It can be done 24 hours a day. And get them to fill out a long application and get them in here as soon as possible. That was it. No, At no point in there was it like, you know, treat drivers better, uh, answer their questions, you know, other than the metric of what are drivers expecting versus what they're getting, meaning 90 days. If a company has a high turnover in 90 days, it's probably the company's problem that they've given out some kind of thing for the driver to meet that they don't meet. So they're saying if drivers are promised 2,500 miles and they don't get those miles, you know, first thing they said, oh, well, let's go talk to the driver and see what they're doing wrong. Like, hey, it might be you, okay, company, uh, you know, whatever. But then the other thing is, you know, look at the company. Why are they not getting, you know, what they are promising? But that's the only time, you know, during the whole application process, it's all about getting you to interact with technology and getting you to fill an application out and getting you in a seat there. That's it. That's it. No other thing was mentioned other than that. Get you in, get you in a truck because, they you know, then they got you. They get their hooks in you and they got you in. It's much harder to leave once you're already there rather than when you're filling applications out. But this ghosting thing, it's such a it's such a terrible argument because I can't get companies to answer me because they don't want to talk to you, right? So they just want the technology to interact with people. It's pretty funny that this just happened with Mr. P recently and then they had this article out. They just want the technology to, uh, you know, interact with you. They don't really want to have anything to do with you. Did you see all our buddy Pete Buttigieg was out there with Chris Spear, the uh, non-driving head of the ATA who is also legally prohibited from driving a semi in the United States, along with Pete Buttigieg, both of them. 
Well, the ATA and the Department of Labor signed an apprenticeship program so that they can work together to help Americans. Because Chris Beer, he just wants to help people. And remember, he makes $1.7 million a year in salary. Keep that in mind. He just wants to help people. That's all he wants to do. There are millions of Americans, he said, waiting to become truck drivers right now. So the ATA is there to help. And what they're going to do is have graduated pay scales for them, graduated wages as you get into an apprenticeship program, whatever that means. And, and it also said that the apprenticeship program we, um, will have compensation standards, although he didn't say what those were, presumably just compensation, any kind of compensation. They didn't mention what those might be. So I don't know what they are. They could be whatever they say they want them to be. Because there's really nothing in any kind of bill or apprenticeship that there's any kind of compensation specific to drivers. Like there's, you have to pay him this, you have to pay him that. That's not in there. And so he can say there's standards that places have to meet. What does that mean? That's what I'd like to know. $250 a week, $300 a week. He doesn't say because there aren't any. Okay, there aren't any. They had a big kissy, kissy fest where they all had pictures taken and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff <clears throat> over there with the what's-his-face, the head of the Department of Labor, whose name I can't think of at the top of my head. He was there, and some other dude was in the background, too. And uh, that was it. You know, they all slapped butts and had, had it on out of there. And so now the ATA partners with the government. So the government will shuttle people over to ATA companies through this apprenticeship program. They will presumably pay most or all of their training these ATA companies will then, of course, have you also sign a contract where if you leave, you have to pay for the training. And generally how these work, and they have worked, is that say you get there and then on uh, you know, the second day of orientation or whatever, they find something in your background that they don't like or for whatever reason and they boot you out of there, they still get paid from the government. So they still get to collect the government money. That's why they bring people in and then let them go. Uh, you know, on Tuesday of orientation. There are several large carriers that are famous for this. And many of them do not get you back to your house. They just show you the door and say, oh, you know, you just took a bus three days out here. Well, that's a shame. See you later. We're not going to hire you. But they still get to fill out the thing from the government and say, well, you know, this person didn't work out because they have, you know, 12 felonies or for whatever reason, they failed the drug test. It doesn't matter. So we still want our money and they give it to them. They give it to them. So, and some of them then double dip. So you stay there, pay that money back uh, from a contract, and so they dip it onto that, or they pay you less money. As he says, graduated wages, that's ATA saying that. Okay, so you're not going to make as much money because it will go up, and that will help fund their programs as well. Very nice for them. Very nice for them to get in on that. Of course, none of that should happen. Right? I think it's not the government's business to do any of that naturally. All right. Now, what do you think about this thing in Tifton, Georgia. All right. So Tifton, Georgia came out with a, um, a post, basically the police department that said, Hey, uh, truck drivers, we've been getting a bunch of complaints because a bunch of you goofballs park your trucks in residential areas. And they had a picture of one in like a residential street where it's parked in the driveway over the sidewalk too. I love that. Okay. Just that I should get towed away. But, uh, the people complain, you come out and start your truck at two in the morning and, uh, you know, it's waking up the neighborhood. So we have an ordinance, which has been on the books for some time. That's what they said that prohibits trucks off of truck routes. So, uh, cut it out basically. And so who's up in arms about that truck drivers. Now I'll tell you what I'm with the people there. <laughs> That's right. 
because for some reason truck drivers seem to think they could come out start the truck and like it's got to idle for three hours where they can go drive it around okay if you're going to park in the neighborhood start your truck and drive out of there immediately nobody wants to sit there for two hours while you're idling your truck because you still think it's 1971 and there's like an inch of play in your cylinders all right you don't have to do that start the truck and leave and you would get less complaints but what is the police department supposed to do people are complaining and truck drivers are like well trucks bring everything and all that. okay leave the truck at the terminal all right leave the truck somewhere nobody wants that kind of noise in their neighborhood so apparently from a couple of the complaints some of the trucks the drivers leave them running the whole weekend in a driveway all right what would you like to live next to that i don't think so so I got to tell you, that ordinance is there for a reason. If you were a better neighbor, you wouldn't have this problem. All right? You wouldn't have this problem. I don't bring a truck home, right? I don't want the truck sitting out here. I don't want the responsibility of it besides that. But you know what? You know, I just am not somebody that brings a truck back to your house. So you should think about that. If you are in an area that where you need to do that, could you be a good neighbor too? Okay, it isn't just trucks bring everything. Congratulations. All right, well, you're, what do you want, a cookie? Okay, that you chose the job. Good for you. Uh, you bring everything to everybody. All right, wonderful. You're a superhero. Now, could you just get the heck out of town when you start your truck? You can start it and just drive away. Okay, it's not going to hurt anything. It's in the owner's manual. Don't get all upset about it. Fire it up and get it down the road. That's what people would like. Now, as we like to do uh, sometimes, we like to get sponsors here. So I hope you'll listen to this few minutes from our next sponsor. Hello, friends. Do you have bloody hemorrhoids do they mess up your pants and look like gorbachev's head well worry no more <clears throat> because now there's a new product for you it's high octane roid cream yes in a five gallon drum high octane roid cream now comes with an application trough that's correct to put it on and it combines two of the best ingredients known to man scientifically scientifically proven not scientifically proven to treat your hemorrhoids nearly instantly yes we combined vaseline and gasoline the two things most known to help and this can help you as well bob l says ow 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 i can't believe i use this all right thanks bob and also from sally m says oh it burns so much all right well see another satisfied customer so you can find this at home improvement stores near you just look for the orange and red container that says high octane roid cream and it could be yours by the way we have a guarantee that if this does not work your money will be returned to you guarantee void on earth other than that thank you for listening and thank you for thinking about roid cream as we go into automotive, your car is going to lose 3G connectivity, yes. Throughout the rest of the year, many cars will be losing 3G services. So depending on how old your car is, some of them are 2021, 20, some Hondas, all right, still smacking 3G modems in their cars, nice. And so you have to go in and get a new modem put in. So it depends on your car and what it does. Ford has been big on connecting through your phone rather than the actual modem in the car. So what a lot of cars are losing is emergency services so when you get in an accident the car will call you know either onstar or some of them call the police or whatever but through the car's modem and so they're losing the connection 
with that. But Ford does it a different way where they connect your phone to the radio. And so when you get in the car, the phone connects. And in an accident with airbags or whatever, it calls the police through your phone. It dials 911 through your phone. So whatever phone you have, as long as it's Bluetooth, all right, which should be everybody now, you will still get through. But depending on your car, you're going to maybe want to look at this and see, hey, am I losing, uh, you know, 3G? Some of them go back pretty far. Apparently, they've had 3G modems in cars for quite a while, starting, you know, 10, 12 years ago. And those cars, for sure, are off. You'll have to upgrade the whole thing. Certainly not worth doing. You know, I don't think anybody will be upgrading to the next modem. Maybe. Maybe some of these Hondas that are brand new. I'm really surprised about that, to be honest with you. And I would go argue with them about... Unless it's in their contract, I'd go argue with Honda about warranty. Because here I buy this, and now it doesn't work, is the kind of thing. And I'm still under my 336 warranty if I just got a 2021, right? And so now I had this uh, that was connected to Honda Connect or whatever, and it won't. And so I might go argue with Honda about that. I think that might be a way to do it and say, hey, this is part of the bumper-to-bumper -bumper warranty, as Doug DeMiro would say. And it doesn't work anymore, so you need to fix it. Now, I don't know what Honda will do about that. Foreign makes, and it doesn't matter where the car is made, a foreign make, they're way worse on warranty claims than American makes are on claims. Americans are, American car makers seem to be much better at handing out deals and doing stuff for cars under warranty than foreign makes are. You know, at uh, the places where I worked, right at 336, you're done. 36,001, some problem, tough. I tell you, tough, too bad for you. And so uh, we're an American car, they might do it or whatever. So I think you should take your car in and really think about having them do it under warranty if you are still in warranty because it seems like the bumper to bumper should cover that as well. There are many varied reasons why we, don't not, why we, uh, why we do not live on Mars. Um, many of them are because people here seem to waste our tax dollars. So now we have a story of a man, a dude, of course, in Florida. And if I could show you his picture, he looks pretty rough, maybe even worse than me. And this, uh, not good. So he's sitting in his cinder block apartment, his basement apartment, with no windows. All right, and sitting there listening to the latest tunes on the oldie station on his tra realistic transistor radio sitting on his card table, and he says, you know what, I'm really disappointed that I can't, uh, you know, be a productive member of society. Now, mind you, with, you know, 75 or so arrests and your record going back, you know, 40, 50 years, it is tough to, you know, integrate back into society, although I'm sure that you've learned your lesson now after the 75th arrest or whatever, and you're turning a new leaf. But either way, you're sitting there thinking, you know what? This society has just got to learn a lesson that I'm okay and that they should just accept me for the way that I am. Kind of the Sesame Street way, right? Where just everybody's accepted and everybody's okay. So he decides a plan. He's like, I've got a plan now to show society that I'm a productive member of it. All right, so he takes his phone, presumably a cricket phone or some similar phone, and heads out to the street and climbs up the four flights of stairs from his apartment and to ground level and heads out to the street. And he sets up his phone to record himself because he's going to show everybody, you know, probably then through a video 
on how great of a person he is. And he proceeds to climb up the light pole, which I will tell you is probably pretty impressive. They seem kind of slick, you know, especially like an aluminum pole. It didn't say what it was made out of, but that's what I picture. Because it's like a street light pole, okay, that goes over the street. So maybe it's wooden. I don't know. Either way, climbs up the pole. Impressive. I don't think I could do it. And uh, then gets up there and does what anybody else, what any other reasonable member of society would do, which is he takes off his pants and begins pooping on cars that are going by. Because that's what you do. I mean, that's how you can tell, hey, you know what? You need to pay attention to me because I'm going to poop on you and then you will know that I am a great member of society. Well, it turns out that someone called the police because they did not enjoy getting their car pooped on from above. Now, apparently we don't mind it with pigeons or perhaps down there seagulls. Um, but when it's a person, uh, kind of gross. Okay, so the police come and they do not drive under the lamp because they just wash their cars. You know, they always have clean cars. I'm very impressed with it. And so they make him come down. I guess he wouldn't come down. They had to get a fire truck with a ladder up there to uh, go up to him because nobody's climbing that pole, and get him down and take him to jail. Turns out pooping on cars is illegal. Yeah, and uh, conveniently, he filmed it all with his camera phone right there, and they, which they collected and used as evidence um, against him in this uh, case because he was just filming himself in public, so they just collected that as evidence. Um, probably, I wonder if they collected any other evidence. Uh, Your Honor, we would like to submit evidence number two. <laughs> Very funny. Okay, that's pretty funny. Either way, he goes back to jail. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. I mean, uh, I'm sure we've all thought about doing something like this. You know, you're like, you know, what can I do to, uh, you know, impress people and, you know, get the word out about myself? Because they say there's no such thing as bad publicity, so... Uh, you know, I'm considering going on a lamppost right now if I could get up to the top of it. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, either way, he goes back to jail again for 76, charge number 76, uh, at 80. I think every 10 down there, you get a free Subway sub, so that's pretty nice. They'll give him another punch on his jail card, and he heads back to jail. But that's, you know, now we got to support this guy again, again, in jail. Feed him cheese sandwiches. He's got an apartment he's not going to be able to pay for. It's $200 a month or whatever rent. That's going to go up for lease. It's just ridiculous. I mean, there's so many of these people. I don't know how we split these people off from the rest of us. I wish there was a way to do it early. Uh, there probably is. We just aren't. We just don't want to do it. But either way, we're paying for this guy from our tax dollars, unfortunately. And that's why we cannot live on Mars today because people right here are pooping on cars as they go underneath the street lamps not great you're like wow what kind of seagull is that up there all right so thanks for listening today we're uh, gonna head on out of here uh, be safe and uh, we'll be back uh, soon with another podcast